yeah, let's move on. There's also reports about the Panthers trading down. So the Panthers got a lot of responsibility. And before they made that move, I actually, believe it or not, thought that besides the Giants, the Bears had the biggest offseason struggle. Like, what I mean by struggle, the biggest offseason responsibility, right? Like, having the number one overall pick, everybody's like, woohoo, lottery ticket. But there's responsibility, especially when you have a quarterback. So you have a quarterback. You don't need to draft one, but you can draft one because you may not pick that low again, right? That's a fact. They then got other good players that's not a quarterback that you can draft to plug in on your team with the quarterback that you already have. That's a responsibility, especially if that quarterback that you pass up on becomes the next great thing. So the Bears had a lot of responsibility. And now that they won that trade because they did, they got a lot. Guess who has that responsibility right now? The Panthers. But let's talk about it right now. Do the Bears suddenly have the NFC North's best wide receiving corps? And um, Zay, I'm going to read you these wide receivers that we have here in the NFC North, and I'm going to pass it over to you. So if you look at the Minnesota Vikings right now, early depth chart, Justin Jefferson, K.J. Osborne, Detroit Lions, Amara St. Brown, Jamison Williams, and Josh Reynolds, Green Bay Packers, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and the Bears, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, and Chase Claypool. Which roster wide receivers are the most lethal? Um, for me, um, I'm a big I'm a big Detroit Lions believer. I think I think Detroit Lions got the best receiving core, in my opinion. Um, I think the Bears are close. Um, I think they have a lot of potential because we know what Darnell Mooney has. He has a lot of speed. Claypool has a lot of speed, he has height. Um, you know, we already know what DJ Moore is, so they have potential to be something. Um, I just got to see it all put together. But I've seen Detroit Lions last season, Omar Al St. Brown. I see Jameson Williams for a couple of games that he did play. I've seen Josh Reynolds play when um, um St. Brown went out and Josh Reynolds is the number one receiver. He's explosive. He lights out. He He's somebody who could get the football and, at any given moment when he gets those wide receiver one looks and targets. So for me, I think it's Detroit Lions. I think the Bears are close up there. Um, it's, it's very similar because I'm a big K.J. Osborne believer. I think K.J. Osborne is extremely talented. And I'm, I'm glad that he's actually – might be able to be that wide receiver too for the Vikings so he could showcase his talent more often because I feel like when he had the reps, he was actually getting, getting to it, getting the yards. So um, it, it's going to be close though because Claypool, we know that he had a lot of potential coming into the league. You know, the man got height, he's speedy, he can uh, create separation. Um, but I have to see what these Bears do because um, right now I've seen Justin Fields miss a lot of open guys and on the football field to, to run, you know, to run first. And I'm hoping, hoping, that the Bears bolster up this offensive line so he sits in a pocket longer to make those reads. Because I feel like he misses guys because he opts to run out the pocket because he feels like the the, um, the line is going to collapse. Yep. So I think right now Bears receiving core is not terrible. I don't think they're last in the league. I think they're very close to second between them and the Vikings. But right now for me, it's Detroit Lions number one as the best receiving core in the NFC North. This is very tough to me. Damn it. I think if I dissect it, right, we all know who's the best wide receiver in this conference. In the NFL, <laughs> completely, Justin Jefferson, right? K.J. Osborne obviously moves up the depth chart. I agree. I think with the more reps and the bracket coverage that Justin Jefferson faces on a regular basis, his numbers will go up as well. Um, when you talk about the Green Bay Packers, they have a young core. I like Christian Watson. That's a speedster. 
that um we know could get behind the defense. And um he made some big explosive plays on the field last year with Aaron Rodgers, had that chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, we talked about Aaron Rodgers. Who knows if Aaron Rodgers is going to be back? If he comes back, then I can see his stock going way up. But also Jordan Love, they believe in him. So we have to see that dynamic right there. Romeo Dobbs is another one, could have stayed on the field with injuries. But um, who knows? When you go to the Lions, you know that's my team. The Lions got my heart. I respect them. I, I love the way they play football. I just love them and what they're building. I think Jameson Williams is going to be the key X factor for me to really answer that question in their favor. Because we all know Amara St. Brown. To me, he's the Cooper Cup of the Lions. Like, literally, Cooper Cup and him. When I think of Cooper Cup and Amara St. Brown, I think of two things. Volume is one. And um, just every down. Every down volume and being able to get open and route running. I think of those two things. Getting open and, and, and volume. He gets the ball a lot. He posted a 1,000-yard receiving year this year. Almost had 2,000 yards. Um, combined from rookie and sophomore so um obviously i think he's one of the more underrated wide receivers in the league but also jameson williams is a guy who i'm a fan of i called him the best wide receiver in last year's draft class obviously he was hurt he didn't come into the game until late you know jared Goff missed him on some deep throws where he got behind the defense and the balls were just underthrown and we know jared Goff doesn't have that upside that other quarterbacks do that can push the ball down the field and take advantage of a guy of Jamison Williams speed who can get behind the defense, right? So that chemistry is crucial here. Now we get to Chicago and why I'm probably going to give them the slight edge here, slight edge. I The lines are a close second to me, but I'm going to go with the bears because number one, the addition of DJ Moore, who I called the top 15 wide receiver. We know that guy is good, right? He can, burn you deep. He can burn you intermediate. He allows the current Bears number one and two receiver to become two and three. And that's why. Because now you got DJ Moore, who's your number one option, clearly. Now, Donna Mooney, who wasn't a bad number one last year, is really a number two. Now he can play that number two in the intermediate routes and over the top as well. DJ Moore will open up a lot for Donald Mooney, who's already a guy who can get open. Now he's a number two. I think his stock goes way up. Now, Chase Claypool, who was actively your number two, can be where he belongs, your number three. And now we reflect back to the year that he had on the Steelers where he was a number three behind Juju and Deontay Johnson. Now we get that same Chase Claypool who don't have the attention on him where he could just burn you deep down the field and you have all these good wide receivers alongside him to compliment him. And that's why I'm going to go with them because even though Donnell Mooney is not better than Amon Ross St. Brown or you can argue Jamison Williams, obviously Jamison Williams has a lot to show, but I think the addition of DJ Moore allows what should be a number two to be a number two and what should be a number three to be a number three. You know, like I said, there is a lot of talent in this NFC North at the receiving core, except for the Packers. They're they're abysmal. Uh, shout out to Christian Watson, but it's not enough. Um, but you know, besides that, I think I think the NFC North has a lot of talent receiving wise, and it's, it's gonna be interesting what happens this off season. Um, in the season because the, like I said, the Bears have been known to have the pocket. I mean, the pocket collapsed, and they're running back running for dear life. And I think that hopefully that if they embrace 
a better offensive line and and hopefully get Justin Fields more time in that pocket. He could throw the football. We all seen it. We've seen the tape. He could throw the football when he's in that pocket. It's just that is how long is the pocket going to stay up, stay open for these guys to get the routes off, the guys to get the, the break off moves. Because if anything, you're probably going to see a situation where a lot of these guys will be running slants and, and um quick routes to try to get open just due to the fact that Fields doesn't have enough time in that pocket. The pocket's collapsing under a second. What the hell you think's going to happen? It don't matter what, who's out there for a receiver if you can't get the ball to them in, in the proper time. And that's why, to me, you know, if you ask me who's probably going to have more success, then that's probably a different conversation. I think on paper, the Bears, to me, slightly over the lines. But I think Jamison Williams is very fascinating because um his evolution in year two with a full offseason program with Detroit and possibly growth chemistry with him and Jared Goff is going to be very fascinating because he can have that Jalen Waddle year one type of um leap. He can have that, you know, Jamal Chase year one type of leap. And the reason why I say year one, because he wasn't really playing last year, you know, so this is really his year one, even though he got his feet wet. And I think because defenses don't have a lot of film on him because he barely played last year. Now you can kind of unleash him and just rock out with him playing alongside of Ron St. Brown. So it's very fascinating. It's very close, but I'm going to stick with Chicago here. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to halftime. Dino's in the building. And when we come back, we're going to move on to the NBA and boxing. You don't want to miss it. Keep it locked. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. All ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.